What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. We've got a very cool guest. She's done a lot in her life. So I'm so excited to share her story with you. She is a business coach and she's also a published author out of California. Yes, I'm a little jealous because I'm here in the Chicagoland area. Please welcome Linda, Linda Basso to the show. Linda, thank you for joining us. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Sure. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Um, so my background, I'm from the Midwest, as we just discovered, and um, grew up in Michigan. And, you know, so I think that's the context that you have to remember about me is growing up in the Midwest, um, you're definitely not encouraged to like stand out in any way, or um, they called it trying to be better than like, oh, who do you think you are? Like yeah. anything you did to stand out or um, set yourself apart or, hey, look at me kind of was, you know, frowned upon <laughs> where, where I grew up. Yeah. And, um, and it was always, I think about like not making other people feel badly about themselves, right? Like whatever they were dealing with. And um, yeah, so that's where I came from. And, and that, that sort of like, having to fit in and um, do what other people were doing kind of stayed with me for a long time. Right. And, um, and I was actually in my first career for 18 years because of that, like, because I felt like I had to just do what I was like supposed to do, not what I wanted to do. And um, yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough way to work. Right. Like feeling like you can't be yourself. And, um, you know, I had chosen, I was an art student in college because it was the only thing I'd like to do, but I also kind of bought into that myth that, you know, artists can't make money. So I was like, right away, I was, you know, bringing that, that dilemma of the Midwest with me of like, you need to be yourself, but you can't be yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm going to be in art school, but I can't make any money. <laughs> you're survive. a creative person then. Yeah. Super creative. I mean, cause I, I, I ultimately went into graphic design. Right. So that was kind of like my, my, so I've always been making these compromises, like, well, I want to do art and you got to have a real job because that's what you do around here. Uh, oh, so graphic design, that's like a businessy way of being in art, you know? Yeah. And, but then like, oh, but I'm in the field of marketing, like gross, that's, that's not going to help anyone. That's like a terrible field, you know? And so I spent the next 18 years rocking it on one hand, being a graphic designer and a branding person and working for Kimpton hotels and restaurants and Jamba Juice and Disney and like all these things. But at the same time, I felt like I could not be myself. Like I'm super spiritual and I was not showing up to meetings and saying like, Hey everyone, let's get grounded. <laughs> you know, I was, like, yeah. I was like hiding my personal self when I was in those corporate settings or working with those corporate clients. And, but then I was also like in my spiritual circles, I wasn't like, yeah, I'm doing branding for Kimpton. You know? Yeah. Right. Cause it's too downplay, like two conflicting ideologies, right? Like yeah, pretty much cor corporate person. And then you have like this other side that's like screaming, let me out, let me out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I, th I mean, think over time, it has molded me a little bit into this bridge, right? Like I can really bridge. I'm very practical and I'm very spiritual. So um, I'm not like, you know, some people have their woo and their woo is like big woo. I'm like super yeah. practical woo, right? And so it did it did serve me, but it was a hard way to live for those first 18 years. And it wasn't until eight years ago when I was like, I can't do this anymore. I think each time I had a child, so on my, my second child, my daughter was really like, I, I, it was, I can't do this. Like I have to be authentic for her sake. I think when, you know, my first child was a boy and it was like, I have to survive, you know, but, um, mm -hmm. with her, it was like, Oh crap. I have to model for her. Cause she's a woman, right. She's yeah. going to grow. And so what I do is going to, going to have a huge impact. And, uh, that's when I started coaching. That's beautiful though. I love that. So yeah, yeah. So you had like a come to Jesus moment, like, aha. 
Yeah. It was more like I'm bored to death moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if I do one more logo, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stab myself with small pins. Like I just, I can't do this. So I love to say, my, I, I always say this, you know, it's all about the journey, not the destination, because I too have got, you know, I've gone down a path. I remember like with my late husband, I just told him, I said, you know, I'm going to eventually want to, I can't sit in the back seat. I'm going to want to do something that I want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it like, even though I was a great partner to him and I was very strong in business and, you know, operations, it still wasn't what I was passionate about, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember us, we had that conversation many times. He's like, well, one day I'll be your bitch too. You know, like, <laughs> you know, thanks for you just call me your bitch. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you, you have to, you have to be able to follow your passions and not feel bad about it. And just, you know, and kind of embrace where you are in your journey. Like I, I have a nine to five now and, you know, I do my podcast. Like I'm, I work a lot, you know, it's, if you want to look at it that way, I don't look at this as work, but you know, I still work in that nine to five. Luckily I've worked for an organization that's very accepting. You know, mm-hmm. the, the CEO came in today. He's like, Deanna, since you got that podcast, why don't you come in here and, and do this marketing campaign with our CPO? And I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, cool. because it allows me to reuse that my creative side. And I kind yeah. of understand people and promoting mm-hmm. and that whole branding thing. Cause you know, I've had to figure that out myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the journey has really yeah. brought me to where I am today. And, and I feel like that, it, uh, that going through that has given us so much wisdom. And if mm-hmm. you're able to tap into that and be authentic in what you do moving forward, it, it makes you so much more powerful and effective in what you do. Yeah. And I think you just, you know, you really pointed at the fact that it's a journey. And for me, it's a journey of self-acceptance, yeah. right? So when people are talking about authenticity, they're like, oh, I got to be me. And it's like, like, do you even know all of you? Like, there's going to be a lot of you that you don't even like, or you don't want to be, or you, you know, like the real you is a lot. And so you got to get okay with all of that. And then, like you said, you've got to also be able to advocate for that with your partners, with your family. You got to like, you got to make all that work because maybe authentically you, you want a partner and you want to be big or you want, you know, like you can want some conflicting things. Oh yeah, Um, sure. So it is, it's about, to me, it's all about self-acceptance. And when you land in that, like, yeah, I am these really nasty things and I'm these really awesome things that's where that power comes from, right? Because yeah. you're not like tapping down on stuff and it's leaking out all over the sides because you aren't aware of it. You're like, I am all these things, right? Yeah, that's so true. That was a very powerful statement. And that's, I mean, yeah, I, 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 for me personally, it took me a long time to just be like, you know what? You are who you are. I mean, that's why I started the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You are who you are and fuck it. <laughs> Right, because there's nothing you can do about it, right? Like you can try, you can, and that's what all these, you know, I love personal growth. I'm all about it, but it's like, it only exists in the context of creating that self-acceptance. There are some things about yourself. Like I happen to be kind of selfish and vain and like things that I don't, and I actually can be really cruel when I'm mad, really not nice. You know, know a lot of people are like that though. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that can be a (laughs) habit, but like on a soul, like I just am that way. Like I'm just like, you know, I just have some unsavory parts. And when I wasn't owning that, now I can laugh about it and make jokes or catch it really fast when it happens and apologize, right? Like, and make it better, but I'm not going to change that about me, right? Like that's not going anywhere. It's more about, those are my weaknesses. I also have all these awesome strengths and I can hold all of them because, you know, like 
because of that self-acceptance and because of that self-awareness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I can. Yeah. Same girl. Same. I can get real nasty. I used to be real nasty. Like back in the day mm -hmm. when I was in my early twenties and you don't know, you just like, blah, blah, blah. you like, you just like throw up all, all over someone and you, those mm -hmm. words are, you know, words are, can be very hurtful. And so now as I've gotten older, like, I don't want to leave that mark on people. I try not to do mm -hmm. that anymore. Like you said, mm -hmm. awareness and knowing that I am what I'm capable of. I'm just like, okay, you know, you don't want to go there. So just uh -huh. stable, stability, calm, peace, you know, <laughs> right, but you stay away from it way back here. When you were yeah. young, you probably let it get right to that edge where you had no choice, but to go down that path because you were too close to it. Right. Yeah. For sure. And so I also say that authenticity is, uh, it's not spontaneous and it's some, it's not always about letting it all hang out. You know, like we went through this radical honesty moment in the sixties or whenever, where people were like, oh, being authentic means you just say whatever's coming up to yeah. you. It's like, uh, no, actually to be authentic, you actually sometimes have to step back and really consider, okay, what, what do I actually want and need from this relationship? Or what do I actually want and need from other people? And how do I show up? And, and just like you said, you know, assess how you actually show up yeah. and how you could do that differently. Like, so it, it's a, it's not always just like whatever occurs to you in the moment. Sometimes it's very carefully considered what's actually authentic to you versus reactive yeah. or patience or a bad habit or whatever. Yeah. That actually makes me think of a question. It's, well, we don't have to get into it, but like, what does authenticity mean to different people? You know what I mean? You just like struck a, like a, a thought in my head. Well, let's talking about all this great stuff and personal growth and being aware of what you do. You know, you've got into coaching now you're a business coach. Why did you choose to be a business coach? When it sounds like you could actually help people with like personal development, but I think that kind of goes into it though. No. It does. And so this was, this was actually a compromise that was beautiful. Um, so I, I was like, okay, I'm done with marketing. I'm done with branding. I'm not helping the world. So I, I got into coaching, you know, certification program and I was going to help parents. Right. Cause I was like going to make the world a better place. And I started coaching some parents, like as a, as a beta group. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, parents are crazy. Like I'm a parent I'm crazy and they're crazy too. And like, I can't come home and be a parent at the end of this. So um, so I was like, man, you know, I want to make the world a better place. And my coach at the time was like, um, hello, you have 20 years of, you know, of business experience. Yeah. Like, why are you throwing that away? I'm like, cause it's evil. You know, <laughs> marketing's terrible. And, and it was like, oh, right. You're, you're right. Like I could blend these. And as a business coach and I work for now, instead of big companies, I work for solopreneurs, right? So all my clients are tiny, tiny micro businesses. They're just one person or three people, or, you know, just uh, a person with a handful of vendors. <clears throat> When I work with them and help them grow their business, first of all, they have to do, like I always say, if you want to grow your business, you're going to have to grow yourself, right? Because yeah. you're going to have to become that bigger, better person who's doing all this. And you're like over here doing only this, right? So yeah. you have to kind of grow. Um, so I'm, I'm helping them just in the way that I wanted to help people, but I'm just, the context is around their business, but is it impacting their personal life? Yes. Right. Like when they step into being more authentic and figuring out who they really are and all that self-acceptance and everything, it, then they're, they're becoming a bigger, better version of themselves. And that impacts their family life, their, you know, their home life there. It's, it's like, it's like, I get to have the ripples I want, but in a, in a context that I have a lot of um, professional experience. Hey guys, this is Deanna with Label Free Podcast. I've got something special for you. Roses are red, violets are blue. 
We love shaved balls. How about you? <laughs> Here is my gift to you. Valentine's Day is coming and we know just the gift to give to that special someone for any and all special occasions. This Valentine's Day, it's time to give a gift that four million men worldwide trust from Manscaped. Use my exclusive discount and code LABELFREE20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And let me just tell you, I love their new cologne. It is so sexy. When my man wears it, I am just floored. So you know this Valentine's Day, he's going to be wearing this and I'm going to be all over him. So I highly recommend use my code LABELFREE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, I love that. And so how, this is just like, you know, high level, high, how important is it for a business owner to be authentic in their life and how, what kind of impact does that have on their business? Be authentic. Well, tell me like, what do you mean more? So if they are not being an authentic person in their life, how does that Mm -hmm. affect their business? Yeah. You know, I actually run into this all the time where someone maybe um, maybe work is more comfortable for them and they like sure. want to, and, and so they're not handling their personal life all that well. Right. Or there's some, you know, maybe they're not involved in the greatest of relationships in their personal life, or they've got some stuff that's not in, not in, in integrity and what it does in their business is it usually holds them back. Yeah. So they don't believe that they think they're pushing forward and like doing all this stuff, but they'll, they'll find that success is elusive, like over here or over here, or they attain a level of success, but they, it doesn't have the meaning that they wanted it to, or they get there and they're not that happy. Right. So it shows up in their business and they, they don't want to talk about it or, or look at that, but that's often where we have to start is, is, you know, taking a look at the real tendencies, the real habits, um, you know, maybe around eating and drinking, how they spend their time for sure. Um, maybe, you know, like I've had people that like were, had a little bit of addictions around Facebook or different things. Right. Yeah. And then also because of my background, um, I tend to bring in folks who've had some amount of trauma and when you have trauma in your early life, it's really going to show up in your business. And they're, they're often, you know, you're maybe tapping that down a little bit in your personal life or not fully dealing with you know, or maybe you've dealt with it, like, okay, my trauma and my relationships, I've kind of sorted that out, but you probably haven't sorted out trauma and getting more visible, for example. Yeah. Wow. That was, yeah, I I completely agree with you. And I think that if you are a healthy, well-rounded individual, it just is going to complement and add to your sex, sex, your success. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, success (laughs) on the road. And immediately, I mean, there's just, I think that it's important to, um, to, to really kind of deal with some of those things. And I'm sure, do you, you know, what? do you have a success story of someone that has come to you that needed some coaching around their business and that really included some of their personal life that you could share with us? Sure. Um, just because his book just came out. So he shares this story also. Um, so my, my client, Jeff, um, we've been together, we've been working really diligently on his business for the last three years. And when he came to me, he was, I don't know, making between like three and $5,000 a month coaching one-on-one. And he was like, I want to do this group coaching program and, you know, touch more people and, and such. And so we, the first thing I always do is I use the typing system to really dial in and understand and, I, and look at, um, you know, if someone's an introvert or an extrovert, and I like really assess who they are as a person. Yeah. And, and from that, then all this, um, rearranging happens, right? So what he thought he was going to do this group coaching program, we really realized like, wait, your network is deep with 
you know, these corporate people who are asking you questions and he's in a very tight knit community. And so he knows all these, um, you know, really big business owners. And we just realized like his, his alignment lay in actually helping these other companies rather than running this group coaching program. And as soon as we landed on that, like two weeks later, four weeks later, you know, like he gets his first corporate client and then, you know, it just keeps going from there because um, him and I constantly work on his alignment. And so we're constantly like clearing out limiting beliefs or clearing out um, things that he, you know, like for instance, um, he's Jewish and he had a lot of shame around that in his early life that he hadn't learned Hebrew, right? So he had gotten through his bat mitzvah, but not by learning Hebrew, by just like memorizing the words that he needed to. And he never felt like he was like, had, was a real Jew, I guess, in a way, you know, he wasn't, he didn't feel good enough. And uh, at some point I was like, you know what, Jeff, like, you know, you're a really spiritual person, but you're also Jewish. Like you, you probably want to turn your spirituality toward being Jewish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, really. re- he enrolled in classes. He started learning Hebrew. He started, you know, and at first he was like, cause he's an older guy. And he was like, you know, my community is going to look at me like I'm a fraud. And, but just like, that was a very pivotal moment for him. And, um, in embracing who he actually is. Yeah. And then after that, you know, that, that was, that was sort of like allowed the book to come through. And the book is, is very much based on business wisdom meets, um, you know, uh, Jewish wisdom. And it just, his whole life has continued to unfold. And now he's, you know, he's making over $30,000 a month and published his book. And like, you know, he's really having any more than that though. He's like, you know, deeply centered in himself, super content with his wife and his relationship has a beautiful grandchild, you know, like he's just like the, you know, has gone through so much drama with like his siblings and like, we just keep untangling, realigning, forgiving, doing the work, you know, and, and his life just continues to unfold in a beautiful way. That sounds amazing. It's, it's just, it's crazy how much stuff we take with us if we aren't conscious of what we're doing and where we are in our lives. You know what I mean? And it's, and that sounds, that's a great story with that being said. Uh, well, actually first, what does the coaching look like? Do you do, if somebody wants to like work with you and reach out to you, do you do like a, a discovery call an intro call? What does that look like with somebody is uh, you potentially take on a new client? Yeah. So we just, we get together and talk. Um, usually it's by phone. Cause I don't want to do all this, like managing faces, <laughs> the makeup and all that. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to just listen to you. So I can really like scrunch my face up and be like, no, that's not true. <laughs> you you sound you're... like Julie now. She's like, you know, I told her she gets asked all the time. She could do a podcast. She's like, I'd be really worried about what my face would look like. <laughs> it's, it's a different kind of interaction here. Yes. You know, it's more interpersonal where when I'm coaching, like I'm listening for what you're not saying. I'm listening for, you know, like misalignment between your goals and your actions. Um, I'm checking to see if like what you say you want is actually attainable given like your background and your network and what's going on in your world. Um, I'm listening for, um, and I'll ask you, you know, like, well, what do you think has been holding you back from doing X, Y, or Z, right? (laughs) Because if I can't help you, like, I'm not going to take you on as a client. It's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve me. Um, so I'll either refer you to someone else or I'll, or I'll talk to you about, you know, different options that I think you might have. And if it's a fit and we're like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, let's do that. I really, you know, there's like a certain excitement that starts to happen when, you know, oh, this, this person's a really good fit to be a client of mine. And this is going to be juicy and fun. And, and then, you know, then you just say like, do you want to do this? And they're like, yes, (laughs) that's that. So your, the, your success story was, is three years you've been working with them. Is that a typical time period or is there 
other time period? The minimum I work with someone is three months. So okay. I say in that three month period, because you know, there's a difference between a sprint and a marathon in your life yeah. is a marathon, but growing your business, I say you need to do it in sprints, right? Because okay. you can't sustain it for year after year after year, or often you can't um, at, without a, a big cost. So that like 12 week sprint to get a whole bunch of stuff dialed in, you know, like, like I said, use the typing systems and figure out who you are on, a, on, a, on an authentic level. And then looking at, you mentioned earlier, your branding, right? We've got to usually up-level your brand so that your message, your, you know, your look and feel, all of that's really coming through from the, like leveraging your authenticity. And, and, you know, often people have um, fallen into their business in a way, right? And they're just doing something that, that floated by them, which is, awesome. That's usually like, it, it is an authentic fit, but they haven't been thinking about it from a marketing perspective. Yeah. So we just usually have to do a lot of cleanup around their messaging and really get them dialed into who's that one person that they're really good at serving. So I call it the one transformation. You're going to, you're going to solve one problem for one client with one service. I love right? it. And so that's a very simplified, um, business. And that that's what keeps the overwhelm down. That's what increases the chances for success. Cause you know, when you're running around trying to do, you know, no, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm also going to do this. And I'm going to, and next thing you know, you're buried in activities and you can't do them. And yeah, you, you know, you fail. Yeah. I completely understand overcommitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of that sometimes with all that being said, Linda, where can people find you connect with you, reach out to you, please drop all your links, please. Uh, lindabasso.com is the, is the main place just to visit my website. Um, and if you're an Instagram person, it's, um, slash Lindabasso coaching same on Facebook. And uh, yeah, those, those are the best places to reach. LinkedIn me. too. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn also. Awesome. <laughs> I will put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So if you connected with Linda, you liked what she had to say and are curious about how she can help you with your business. I know I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen out there in the audience that are following me. So don't hesitate to reach out if you feel that she would be a good fit for you. Um, so yeah, I'll put all those in the show notes. Linda has been awesome talking with you today. And as always, I ask my guests for any last words of wisdom or advice they'd like to leave with the audience. So what would you like to leave with us tonight before we say goodbye? Well, I just encourage everyone to, to step in this journey of personal growth, right? Like even if you're not trying to grow your business, if, if you're not an entrepreneur, um, this, this idea of being authentically you and cultivating self-acceptance is it's probably the biggest lever that you could move with whatever you're struggling with. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to have a better relationship, if you're, you know, wanting to be a better parent, all of it, in my view, comes back to this um, accepting yourself good and bad, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and, um, and working with what you've got. Totally agree. I love that. That was excellent because I'm all about it. Like at this point in my life, I'm like, you don't like me. I don't care. Like everybody loves me though. So what's your problem? It must be you. Exactly. It's not me, it's you. Well, thank you so much for being a guest, Linda. It was awesome. We'd love to have you back when you have when the other book come out. You have several okay. books, right? In the works. Yeah, I have two more books coming out. Awesome. So keep us updated on that. Love to have you back and let everybody know when those are where they're available and all that good stuff. So I uh, appreciate your time and, and thank you for sharing your story. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, share, review, comment, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.